This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, backing America's beet and cane producers. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A week ago, the Department of Agriculture unveiled the 2019 edition of the Market Facilitation Program. Today, questions remain about some important details of the trade assistance package. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue was in Pennsylvania today touring a pair of ag facilities and visiting with producers. While there, he reiterated his stance that producers should farm to the markets and not try to manipulate the new MFP. Don't try to harvest a government program. Uh, we've got weather issues across the country. Do what you feel like you've got to do from a standpoint of the way you typically do your crop insurance and based on weather. We've got prevented plant triggers out there. Go ahead and comply with them and do what you would do, not trying to gain a government program. That's our primary purpose in this. But producers still wonder just how prevented planting acres will be treated by the program. Purdue says no decision has been made on that front. They're not disclosing that because we don't want to influence planting decisions. We want farmers to do exactly what they would have done with or without the, pro without the program in order to make those decisions. If I, sub if I told you today we're going to include uh, uh, in this market facilitation program prevented plant, why do I get out here and, and you know bust it trying to get a crop in the ground? He told producers USDA will provide more details once prevented planting trigger dates pass, which happens in a few weeks at various points across the country. House Ag Committee Chair Colin Peterson also hosted a town hall for producers in Minnesota today. There, he said a provision in the new disaster bill could allow USDA to increase payments on prevented planting acres up to 90 percent, a sizable jump from the current 55 percent. Peterson says that's based on conversations he's had with Farm Program under Secretary Bill Northey. He says while USDA may have the authority to go up to 90 percent, he doesn't anticipate they will. Peterson acknowledged the confusion producers are facing over the decision between planting acres and pursuing an MFP payment or not planting and considering prevented planting. He joked that in the end, whatever they do, they'll wish they had made a different decision. Speaking of the disaster bill, it was blocked again today by member objections and will be up for a vote next week. For more on the situation, check out the story on agripulse.com. Today came and went without an announcement on EPA's E15 regulations. AgriPulse's Ben Nully explains why the biofuel industry is watching this rule closely. Biofuels producers anticipate year-round E15 will boost sales, but understand market growth takes time. Currently, retailers are prohibited from selling gas blended with up to 15% ethanol from June 1st through September 17th due to emissions regulations. Renewable Fuels Association Strategic Advisor Bob Deneen says E15 summertime sales will help, but says the rule won't change the industry overnight. If the rule comes out and E15 is available by June 1, you might have an additional 50 million gallons of ethanol sold in 2019. That will grow over time, but you know nobody should expect that rule to make the industry healthy right away. It's, it's going to take some time. However, he says the rule will show the Trump administration is committed to growing the ethanol market. There's been a lot of talk to that effect not a lot of action. That's what we're going to be watching out for. If the administration gives us E15 on the one hand, which could mean another 50 million gallons, but then through small refinery exemptions, destructs another billion gallons of demand, then not only have they not helped us, they've continued to hurt us. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Andrew Wheeler is expected to announce a final rule allowing the sale of E15 year-round any day now, 
The rule would also reform the process of how blending credits or renewable identification numbers are sold and traded. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, former Senate Ag Committee Chairman and Ranking Member Thad Cochran passed away in Oxford, Mississippi today. The 45-year veteran of Congress was 81. In ag circles, he's perhaps best known for his time as ranking member of the 2014 Farm Bill, as well as the time he spent as chair of the Senate Appropriations Committee. He resigned last year due to health issues. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, fighting every day for America's no-cost sugar policy and the 142,000 farmers and workers it supports. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.